Uh, what else is cool in the in the world? Well, nothing. I don't know about nothing cool in the world. I kind of wanted to bring it home to us, man. I want to talk about maybe we can talk a bit about uh, our challenges in life. Maybe we could pick something and how we overcame it. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm going through some transformation too. And, and you're a bit older than me. And maybe I could, you know, pick your brain a bit about how a you... A lot look. older. A little bit older. In, in, in times that you've made it around the, the, the sun... You're yeah. older, but in here, bro, in your mind. That's I don't how I, everybody tells me. I never, I, they go like, you don't look your age. I'm 44 years old. Nah, you look like you're in 30s. And I go, my secret is being completely uh, <laughs> childish and immature. <laughs> you just, Keeps you young. So you're tricking your, you're tricking your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still make him think that, you know, we're cool. Let's, let's, uh, let's go throw some snowballs and we'll have fun. Exactly. You know? yeah. As long as you keep playing with your G.I. Joes, bro. Yeah, I, I wish I had some. My God, if I had some, it would be so much fun. But uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm a little older than you. Whatever you need to talk about, uh, you know, challenges and stuff like that. I just uh, want to make sure that uh, we don't talk about the major challenge you had in your life in the in no the we're not gonna we're gonna do an episode because i think that deserves yeah we're gonna do, we're gonna go in uh, deep about that i was talking about more uh, like career choices in life okay, and things okay. like that um what have you uh have, so yeah i just want to pick your brain a bit um did you always knew you were going to be a, a physical trainer not at all i was a chubby kid mm -hmm. and a fat uh teen so uh i had no idea Uh, I always knew I liked sports, but, uh, you know, like, it's funny how this came to me because it was like one day I was looking for a job. I had just come back from a trip to Mexico, had the time of my life. I'm like, I need to go on another trip. I need some money. Uh, what I used to do before is work at every retail store uh, known to man uh, in, in Montreal. So Aldo, uh, Buffalo, uh, Guess. I think all these stores are dead now because of COVID, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so any uh, roots, uh, you name it, I've worked at it. And uh, I was good enough to be manager managing these stores at one point, make okay money. But uh, I never wanted to do like... I never wanted to leave a job uh, half-assed done, you know. So if I was going to go for a job again in retail, I know it was going to be for a managerial position. And I know that takes time. And I'm not going to take over a store and say, oh, I'll bring it. I'll bring in great numbers and, you know, leave three months later. So I wanted something quick. So I go, what do I like? I'm good with customer service and stuff like that. And like, I like sports. And I, at that point, I was working out. I was like maybe 23 years old. I've been working out for about a year. Uh, so I said, oh, maybe a gym. Uh, I could be the receptionist or like the, the person that answers you uh, when you come in. So I did. I applied to Energy Cardio and uh, next thing I know, I get there. And uh, the, the cool thing, I was so lucky that back in the day, this was uh, early, uh, early 2000s. It was like in order to be just at the, um, just at the front desk, you had to be certified. Mm-hmm. So they go like the minimum you have to do is be certified because somebody gets injured, somebody gets a heart attack, whatever, you have to be able to help too. So I'm like, great. So I started learning about uh, training and I matched that with my experience I had at the gym, started loving it. Next thing I know, one of the guys uh, decides to quit uh, and his shift is fucking 6 a.m. till 2 in the afternoon. I lived an hour away from the gym. <laughs> so uh i go like you know what i'll do the job they didn't want to give it to me at first because i was selling a lot of memberships because you know that's what i do i i enjoyed 
like you know uh, the contact with the, the the public so i was doing well there but then they had no other choice so they took me and uh i would get up believe it or not you know me to me getting up at 10 is early yeah <laughs> but back in those days i got up at 4:45 in the morning uh i left the house by 5:10 and i was at work by 6 o'clock mm-hmm. uh so i won't go through all the details cuz it's long but i was so fortunate to be with that company cuz they used to invest a lot in their employees so they gave me every seminar i wanted everything I, they, they they would have like once every week at least once a month you wanted to learn about hypertrophy you you go and did, did the seminar you wanted to learn about cardio you just went and did another class and and it's it, it was mandatory to take one a month but i would take every chance i get i would take one and my first client that i had had great results the second client i had had even better results and he wrote a letter to uh, the gym saying like how great his experience mm-hmm. was what i had done for him it changed his life he had lost like 70 pounds something like that wow that's huge next thing i know i'm at the uh i'm at a uh, conference that all all of us um all of us all the trainers from every gym there used to be 80 energy cardio gyms in okay. in, in the province of quebec so we would have all these uh, conventions trainer conventions you they would take like five six trainers from each place and put them all in a hotel give them more seminars and then throw a kickass uh, supper and party at night it was phenomenal next thing i know i'm new at this i just started maybe three months ago doing being a trainer i go there they read my letter in front uh, in front of like 2000 people i don't know how many were like that. maybe i'm exaggerating but at least 500 and uh they give me a standing ovation dude wow <laughs> so how did i not fall in love with this so my plans to go go uh go right back on another trip got canceled and uh, I'll spare you the details but uh, 19 years later I'm still doing this so it's it's something that I I enjoyed doing from the first day I did it I couldn't believe I I tell you when I, I used to train you I tell I can't believe I I get paid to like you know give bark orders at people <laughs> but to me seeing the transformation with which happened with you with uh, your pre-grease body I always I always call it yeah. so just quick story you wanted to go to Greece you wanted to look good and uh I took you from not looking good to looking great and uh yeah th- that feeling is I love when people are like fuck this really works this is good well for uh, for me that was the uh the eye opening experience I for me uh lifting weights and and working on myself was not something really that like you said I wasn't really wasn't really into sports and um I I guess I had this kind of conception of the human body that whatever I was that's what I was always going to be and that genetics the, the, and yeah, that's it yeah the, the the word transformation was yeah. not in that context for me yeah. and you know and then again and then there's the other thing about you know uh, 16 week programs right and and and, yeah. and uh, so I, i there's a lot of traps like that like i had bought a book uh say you know um, with the guy who's like obviously now with today's knowledge i understand that the person who's on the cover of that book has probably been bodybuilding for like 40 years, years. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years right but you know they obviously stick him on the cover of the book cuz it sells books and it tells him you know it's it's called like the hard body plan a 16 yeah. week hard body plan with a picture of him right so I was that though that was a big challenge for me. The other challenge for me that a big learning curve rather not rather than challenge the, the, the big learning curve for me was that the the importance that diet played. Yes. Right? So for yes. me for, for me 
it was a lot of knowledge and you see for it stuck with me with you because first of all the way you bark at me for me that's what i needed i guess i got yeah. a bit of kick in the ass but you were never the type of person to guard your knowledge right if i asked you something you listed me exactly how yeah. it works why and why you should do it a certain way um there's and not only in the fitness world but there is a notion i feel sometimes in my experience where a lot of times it's just do it because i told you or just do it because yeah, whatever exactly. because there might be some kind of like self-conscious belief that if i give away all my knowledge all of a sudden i'm worthless as a trainer or as a coach yeah. or whatever so i loved your work ethic i loved the way you explained things you were open and and things you instilled in me that you just have to it's not a 16 week thing and it's over it's it's if you want something you have to flip your lifestyle to get it yeah exactly right and something and, and i have had my ups and downs but you know you know five six years later i don't know how long it is that we started you started training me the first time but even though we haven't trained all the time together mm. that has constantly stayed and i always always make time to have some kind of workout in my week and i don't feel great when i don't and you know you kind of got me to the point where if i don't get it i feel like i'm doing something wrong now like i'm hooked Right. Yeah, exactly. And your lifestyle has changed. I remember you yeah. sitting down and eating uh, fries and a burger. Uh, right before my gym. workout, yeah, yeah, thinking it was, it was normal, right? And or smoking a cigarette in front of yeah. And obviously that was uh, probably at your uh, at your lowest when we're talking about fitness. If we fast forward now five years or four, whatever it is, uh, I think it, it, it was uh, actually four years ago because uh, my friend where we met, it was his 40th and he's that 44 now. He's my age. Oh, right? yeah, okay. So four years ago. Um, he uh, like now if we if we just fast forward to now the way you eat and I know because we go e e yeah. eat together often, uh, it's night and day. Yeah, night and day. Before, like if I mentioned something like quinoa or like uh, yeah, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. I used to make fun of that stuff, so I was I was that typical ignorant person um, that was like, oh, what is this frou frou stuff and like yeah. uh, you know what I mean. Uh, tree hugger stuff and granola things and all the negative connotations you can think of i had them all but yeah. at the end of the day i was an unhealthy human being you know and um i was you know i weighed 130 pounds on a good day and i was always tired i wasn't sleeping well i had bad habits like smoking and and a lot of other things that i'm sure we'll talk about but what helped me was you you were you were willing to take the time to explain to me why certain things need to be the way they are and then for me that made sense and it was made sense for me to follow it and then you know go on my own path of learning and you know i took a nutrition class in university nice. and that was like an eye opener for me and like the one thing that i learned from there was was not to get too far on was like there's no magical cure it's no. all about having an all-around balanced diet with the proper things and a good workout plan and so you know all that speaks to the passion that you have for what it is that you do and you fell in it by accident which yeah I, i find so fucked up because i'm at a point in my life where and i feel like i've always been searching for what it is, is that what is my calling i've always been like searching for what is my calling and i spent you know 10 years working in finance and accounting for my family business and now I, you know i'm past that stage and i'm working in a kind of consulting again in the accounting and finance space sort of as a consultant for pensions and you know i i had this dream of being a lawyer i mentioned a few episodes ago that i got refused it put me into a kind of uh self-reflecting mode again what now kind of thing yeah yeah and, and i'm gonna try again but you said one really cool thing is 
you even though it was an accident that you got that job and in many ways mine too i took my job originally you know in 2010 at my at my dad's company in the accounting department i took it in a way by chance i just took it because i wanted some money and i wanted something flexible so i can go to school so that 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 really like resonated with me and the other thing that you said was from the moment you started doing it in a way you were good at it like yeah you had no. this innate understanding and you were good at it and now you're doing it for 19 years and same thing here I, i have no formal training in accounting and i've been doing it for 12 years and i i can say that i'm good at it and maybe i wouldn't have said this while i was still working with my parents with my i start with my father and my uncle but I took those skills that I learned there and it's transferable to another job that's not family and I'm good at it as well. So I know that whatever I learned makes sense and the way I understand makes sense. So I've kind of slowly evolved my thinking. I'm like, you know, even though I kind of wanted to be a lawyer, did I really want to be a lawyer? Do I even think in those terms? Or is it maybe I like the idea of saying that I was a lawyer? Yeah. That, that was the self-reflection, the, the, the big epi epiphany that happened for me. And... Every step of the way that I, of the steps I had to take to become a lawyer, whether it was to write my law school ex uh, admission exam test or whatever it was, it always seemed that there was something hitting like a wall and yeah. I had to overcome it. And a lot of times that's good. You know, you have struggled to get to your goal. There's always the goal struggle. would be that much greater at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. But then there's the type of struggle where you're just hitting a wall and you're not completely aligned for, for lack of a better word yeah and then you just make a small shift right you make this small shift and i for me it was focusing let's say i go for my mba you know a master's in business administration which i have so much experience i've been kind of um, testing the waters in this direction for the last two weeks three weeks maybe and doors have been opening left and right for me That's and things awesome. things yeah. are just clicking not that it's easy there is obviously the challenge of i have to you know train myself and i'm gonna have to go to school i'm gonna have to work hard and do all these things and i'm also gonna have to work and i'm also gonna have <clears throat> these uh, you know other business ventures on the side and my family etc it's not gonna be easy but it seems to me that I'm, it seems to be a lot more aligned with me and that's mm -hmm. why i wanted to get your take on how did you start on your 20-year career now yeah. and it kind of seems to make sense the way I'm thinking about it too. So that, that kind of gives me a lot of hope. Yeah, well, that's it. And it's, it's to me, it's one of my favorite things to see. Like, let's, uh, let's say like I haven't seen a friend like in uh, 10 years. And then, I, and then I see them and hopefully they're doing well in life and everything. And to see the path they took, because we all have different backgrounds. I'm not going to say like my childhood was harder than this guy mm -hmm. or that guy. We all had our struggles in life. We're all fucked. Yeah, exactly. So Different degrees, but we're all yeah, fucked. Yeah, so like I, I see the guys from my neighborhood and I see like uh, a lot of them ended up really bad because it was kind of a fucked up neighborhood back when I was growing up. But uh, now it's really, really good actually. But uh, just to see, how did you find your way through life, you know? And, and, and it, it's, uh, to me, I don't know, I, I like it seeing that, oh, this guy started working at a factory, but uh, next thing you know, he was the manager of the factory, and now he owns part of the factory, whatever it is, like, you know, and, and he, he, like, was able to uh, buy a house, and, and he had kids, and he, he found his way. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things I can, I can think of when you see somebody who struggle through life, but somehow, some way, at the end, they're like, hey, they're doing pretty well now. Mm -hmm. Not just financially. Financially, I mean, 
to a certain degree, when you're a certain age, you should be making, if you did the right choices or, or you work hard enough, you should be okay. I mean, we're in Canada. It's a pretty rich country. But uh, just like everything, like, oh, uh, what does he think about religion now? Uh, how did he decide to raise his kids? Uh, is he still practicing sports? Uh, how's his physique? Obviously, I'm a trainer. So like, oh, well, physique went to shit, you know, like mm -hmm. things like that. So like, uh, oh, this used to be the sports guy uh, back in the day. And now like he, he hasn't thrown a ball in 15 years, you know, that's that's not really good. But, you know, it, it, it it's fun for me to see how we evolve as human beings. And, uh, you know, I said it uh, a couple of episodes ago where uh, I see life always like a book, like chapters mm -hmm. change in your life. And the more you advance, the more the story gets interesting because the more baggage you have. So closing down chapters, opening new ones, I think is where you're going. I think there's still like some hope somewhere that you want to, uh, you're going to give it another shot at the lawyer yeah. thing. And if you do get it and you do, uh, you know, persevere and, and, and get where you want to go, uh, maybe the end goal will be that much greater and you'll be that much happier or satisfied with your, with your uh, success. But if not, well, you're seeing this. You're not taking this as in like, okay, my life is over because I can't be a lawyer. And that, I think it's it, it, it's to your, um, it, it's good that you feel that way. But it's to your credit because th th the last thing you need is to crumble under like a refusal, right? Yeah. Somebody tells you, no, okay. The, um, the one thing that I've learned in the last two years of my life, which I've kind of gone on through a, a whole kind of shift in my thinking was that, I, I changed, um, instead of thinking of terms of like, I'm going to find this passion, I think, you know, the, the I don't want to be dark, but I think it was bullshit when we were told in our generation, especially like, you can be whatever you want, you can follow your <laughs> yeah, dreams. Okay. And then it's like, I kind of like carried that all my life and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Oh, it must not be my dream. It must not be what I'm meant for. Well, I came to a point where I was like, fuck it, man. Let me just try shit. Yeah. Right? Like, so I, I ended up in a situation where I had two choices. I could do nothing and just be like miserable yeah. and crumble under the pressure or I could just continuously try things and fail things and hopefully along the way, I'll bang, I'll hit it and I'll be like, that's the thing, right? Yeah. And I think that I'm so close right now that that's what it is. And the lawyer, man, it's almost like I want to try one more time. I want to try one more time only because I said I would. Yeah. Really, right? And... If I am in a situation where I had to pick between the MBA and the lawyer, I think I, at this point today, I, I probably, I'd probably pick the MBA. Okay. Like, I'm that much, like, there. But You've made anyway, your peace with it, then. I've, I've kind of made my peace with that. And then I could go into law after my MBA. Yeah. I could do my MBA and lawyer, too, at the same... Like, there's so many options. It's just that at this point in my life, it's I think that's what makes sense for me is, is to, to get my MBA. And I got all the way here only by continuously trying things. Yeah. And that's the message I kind of want to, I wanted to like get out there and just don't despair. Don't, 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 like you said, crumble under the pressure. Um, I've definitely, I do agree with you. This is a new chapter in my life. Yeah. You know, and we spoke about something really interesting that we might put together earlier, uh, earlier today, which yeah. like even ignited an even bigger fire inside of me. Right. Well, you're starting to see your path. Yeah. Which is awesome. Th that's, yeah. that's what it is. Things are starting to become clear. And I, a lot of, you know, I, I don't. I don't. I have nothing bad to say about the the, the ten years I spent 
working from, from family, I learned so much there. And the experience I got from there is allowing me to do the things that I'm doing today. Exactly. But when I wasn't working there, let's say I was there from nine to five, right? From five and on, I wasn't thinking this way. I was mm. thinking about like, okay, let's put on the, like, this, this is even before I met you, right? Mm. I'd go home, watch TV. What can I distract myself the most as possible? Until you were it's drained. It was, yeah, yeah, not only drained, but I, I was kind of like, I don't know, man. I had, I had accepted this dream. Like I was in a dream. I was in a totally different dream than I am today. And I was like, this is it. This is life. You know, yeah. like I wasn't paying attention to my body. I wasn't like thinking about other things, my community. I wasn't thinking about all these things. And in a way, my life was empty because yeah. I, would, I would go home and I would just, it was just distraction. Like either with television or going out or drinking or, you know, smoking weed. Like that was like pretty much it for me. Right. And then the next day, I would go nine to five and perform the fuck out of my job and I would do give it all I got. But it, it was just that. And now this being in this process that is could be very painful, but so satisfying. Like, obviously, it's not fun trying things and not work and them not working. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But after I got my first sec, like I remember I tried this like consulting business early on in 2020 that fell through. And then I tried some other things and, and those fell through. But after you get like knocked down once twice it kind of becomes fun after where it's like it's like well i know that didn't work and it's fun yeah. to know that one thing didn't work yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like one of the guys that uh, one of the professor uh, peterson which we uh, we both uh, respect and jordan peterson yeah, yeah dr uh, jordan peterson dr jordan Peter peterson is um always says like even a bad plan is better than no plan. I love that. Try, line. try something. Try something. Because at least if you try something and it's wrong, you're that much closer to being yeah. right. And if you just like hold back and try to make everything perfect, then you're never really out there. And when you do, if 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 you fail, then you'll be like, I I prepared everything and it didn't work, so it must be like, I'm I'm not meant for this. You'll get discouraged, right? You'll crumble. But like if you just go and uh, let me try this. And if I fail, I fail. But I always say, like, either you're 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 uh, winning or you're learning. Losing, what are you losing really? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. w what were you doing that was so great before, and that you took time for this, and it didn't work out? Nothing. Like you said, you were watching probably Netflix and and smoking yeah. some weed. So you take time, take chances. Okay, they said no to you. Move on. Keep that experience, and 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 you'll get better. You know. We're um, when I look at that time of my life when I was just vegging out and Netflix and I would see people that were that would take risks uh, let's say you know start starting like an e-commerce business or like starting anything any type of business a nail salon you know I would look at it with I would look at those people with such cynicism and I would always find reasons why their business wouldn't work mm -hmm. what I've come to understand is that was based completely in fear I was afraid to do those things so I was putting my limits on them because yes. so I, in order to make my ego feel better and to protect my ego from this fear, I would figure out reasons in my head, which are all manufactured reasons, because I don't know what this person's situation is, but they were all manufactured reasons in my head of, oh, this is not going to work. I'm the one who's smarter, like anything to make myself feel well, better. It was validating you because you go, see, that's why I don't do it. Look, he failed. That's Correct. why you don't like, you know, trying is the first step towards failing. And and <laughs> just to tie it back in with. Yeah, exactly. And just to tie it back into fitness, yeah. I there was a huge epiphany for me when I tried to like, you know, bench a certain weight the first time and I failed. Mm -hmm. Well, 
And, I laughed. And you yeah. you laughed. Yeah. I laughed. Everyone <laughs> laughed. My wife laughed because we used to train together. But yeah. I had to, man, I, I, it was so hard for me to get over that hump. And you helped me get over it where if I went to the gym, let's say a normal gym, and I would lift the weight that I couldn't lift, I felt shitty. And yeah. then I w that would make me not want to lift that weight no more. Mm -hmm. Whereas you instilled in me that the failure is where you need it to is be. The success. The, the, yeah. Exactly. That's where you need to be. You need to be in a sort of this constant state of perpetual failure and pushing the limit. So today you're going to fail at 25. Tomorrow you're going to fail at 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. Next day at 35. But you're that's progress, right? Yeah, you're always exactly. pushing the envelope. And when I took that and applied it to career, to my life, to things like that, I was like, okay, this makes sense. In a way, whatever I choose to pursue might fail, but it might fail in a way that's like, okay, it failed because I lost interest. Like, okay, I got to know what this thing is, but I didn't like what it is. Yeah. Or it might feel like, man, I like this. I want this to happen. Okay, boom, it didn't, it didn't work the first time. Okay, but I still want this. I can't give up. Let's try again. But the next time I got a little further right and a little further and a little further like a really good example of recently is the whole camera situation of this podcast yeah it was a struggle it was it was a struggle but the first time completely sucked the second time we got no video <laughs> the third time it was okay now it's getting a bit better and today and we had to keep getting better that's the thing yeah. yeah instead of giving up and i always had this idea that things have to work off the first shot mm -hmm. and that's how i would know if this thing is meant to be or actually i've kind of understood that no the way you and the way i understand what's meant to be is if am i willing to keep trying even with the failures exactly as rocky balboa put it it's not how many times you get knocked down it's how many times you get knocked down and are able to stand back up to get back up some, yeah some that was in the new rocky balboa huh? well the new is like 15 years ago or yeah. something <laughs> it's no. new to us but <laughs> was it that long ago the rocky six or 15 years ago oh no it's a while man it's a while i think creed was the most recent movie and that was like three years ago already so yeah uh, it's a while whenever, but it's a great saying honestly whenever i need a little push rocky oh, one and God. two man how great is how, that how how did he like he he was anointed when he wrote that when he wrote oh that script God, like incredible. that was it was amazing a, a great piece of art any anybody that doesn't feel like working out watch rocky four and tra his training montage you'll be on your way to the gym uh, as soon as it's done it's 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 fantastic uh you know simplistic movie like two yeah. guys fighting and beating the fuck out of each other but uh but it, it it's more than that you know it's, Look, it's how you get there it's so great i'm living proof man i'm like boxing every friday because yeah i don't know why i'm doing it but there's some rocky in there that's for sure <laughs> but there there's again that's a new challenge you're putting on yourself yeah. you know like i i've decided to to learn a new language Okay, I'm just going to try it. Yeah, you were talking about that. Was that, you, you think you said Italian. Was that because of your wife's Italian? Uh, well, that helps because, you know, obviously my kids are half Italian. And, I, you know, for them, it's something so easy to grasp if we speak it at home. Why would I deny them that? Is, uh, is, is your wife talking shit in Italian to her relatives? And like you're no, like <laughs> no, 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 I couldn't care. By the way, I understand them completely. I've always did. I always did. I mean, I speak French and, and, and Spanish. I mean, like, it's very, very close. But uh, no, it's something that I go like, at this point in my life, it'd be so, and, and I'm talking conversational uh, uh, Italian. I don't want to fucking write a book in Italian. I'm no, just I, saying I, like I something... 
you know. Yeah, I couldn't write an. I don't think I could write an essay in Greek either. Like even though I studied and whatever. Yeah. And on the thing about you said about the kids is very interesting. I think my daughter speaks more Spanish than I do. There you go. Right, and she's been alive for two years, and I've been with my wife who's Spanish for six years now. I think I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always messing that up, yeah. but yeah, six years, and yeah, I speak a bit of Spanish. I can I can understand a bit, but. My daughter's two years old, man. She doesn't wipe her ass yet. And I think she speaks more <laughs> yeah, Spanish exactly. than I do. Like, how do these brains work? Yeah, but it, they're like sponges. They yeah. can absorb everything. Like, my, my kids, I'm going to do my best for them to learn, obviously, Spanish, which they already kind of are. Uh, English, obviously, it's there. French, we, we have the the, 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 the benefit, the, the, the luxury of living in a... Uh, in a bilingual country or mm -hmm. at least a bilingual province uh so for sure french and english and then i said why not some italian you know and if um and if this works maybe i'll, I'll go back to german because i took german when i was in college and you know i took like three classes i think mm -hmm. uh you know maybe i'll go back to that but to me that's that knowledge is power that knowledge yep. is like you know you're like if i'm in italy and i can Communicate in Italian, great. If I'm in Spain, I can uh, in Latin America, I can speak uh, Spanish, which I was in Spain a couple of years ago, and it was fantastic to be able to talk to the people in their native uh, tongue and uh, French, uh, English. It, it to me, it's the more you know, the better it is. So yeah, that's one of the reasons. And again, I think me and you are the same way in that in, in that sense where we like to challenge ourselves mm -hmm. like you know like you started doing boxing i i've been hinting at wanting to learn a bjj uh yep. brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah uh i'm old now so uh like you know i, I don't want to i don't want to get punched or anything but like yeah. you know like learn learn some sort of self-defense but uh obviously with covid like you're rolling around with a bunch of people. It's like, let's. I'm gonna wait a bit, but I, I still think I will do it because that's something new. I enjoy that. You know, the, learning. Uh, yeah, the um, the jujitsu is hard on your joints. I heard. That's what. Um, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. It's really hard on your joints. So I was kind of like, when I was picking, I mean, one what I wanted is something that had like was heavy in cardio, because yeah. cardio is something that I always neglected in my life like yeah. i like with you i would train with weights and i've, I've had manual jobs yeah. but i and but i've never had cardio and i was a smoker a heavy smoker for most of my life and even though now i have the vape it's uncomparable to like the pack and a half of cigarettes i used to smoke yeah. since i was 16 years old right so i wanted something that was heavy in, in cardio and um and i wanted something that coming back to the point we made before is even though there was going to be challenges and failures that I would continuously be interested in it. And for whatever reason, maybe I watched too many Rocky movies, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, it interests me like the, the style of bo like what boxing brings the style that, the that, that dance in a yeah, way that yeah, coordination yeah. of, you know, you, you want to, and also the poker game of, of like the more I'm getting into the uh, boxing, it's, there's so much mind fuckery that happens in the game <laughs> of boxing. Like, um, so, you know, he was teaching me today how, you know, a, a, a hook, a hook, a right hand hook, and then you kind of shift around and then give like two body shots and then a headshot again. Yeah. Anyways, the, the, whole, the, the whole way it plays out, the way he understood is in, in the fight, the way you would execute this is that you would do hook, right, hook, mm -hmm. and then let's say hook, right, hook, and then... Uh, um right again right yeah. then hook right hook right hook right hook right hook right hook right so your opponent you're getting what you're doing is you're teaching him 
the you, sequence. The yeah. sequence, yeah. right? And then at some point you're going to go hook, right, hook, but you're going to shift left and hit him in the gut. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like... He's not expecting that that's at all. Yeah. Because now, because you're teaching him his routine, he's going to have his hands up because he's waiting for the next right because yeah, that's yeah, you, yeah. what you've been doing. Yeah. And I don't know that you hit him in the gut. And once you start thinking those terms, they're so... It's so deep how you can get into that mind fuckery because now you can start playing deeper and deeper and layered mind tricks over yeah. and over and over where he's going to start thinking like, you know, as you increase the level of complexity of the mind game, it's, mm. well, he he's going to know that you're teaching him hook, right, hook, right. Yeah, and he can do so, the same to you. Same to <laughs> you or yeah. he's going to be like, oh, he's doing this because at some point he's going to switch and then you can be like, I know that he knows that I'm going to switch, yeah. so I'm not going to switch yeah. and then get him like that. So, the more I get into it, the more it depth. It becomes a chess game, yeah. Yeah, and the more, there's more depth into it and I'm constantly being challenged by my cardio. I mean, um, I I, in the beginning, I struggled to do a full 30 minutes and now I'm doing like a 50 minutes. Nice. And when I, in the beginning, when you're doing 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you're learning the moves, right? The basic moves like jab, right hook, you know, the uh, cross, uh, um, and slip, slip left, slip right, mm. or uh, weave left, weave right. But because you're learning, you're moving at a really slow pace. Yeah. After you learn the moves, then my trainer will make me do combinations. So the whole three-minute round that I'm going, well, I'm not stopping because he's showing me things. Yeah. I'm going the whole round. Yeah, so exactly. it gets harder and harder and harder. So now I, I'm, 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 I could do like a solid 40 to 45 minutes without like complete exhaustion. You know, I'm still, I still can't go an hour. I, yeah. I, I cramp up. Everything, like there's no more energy. There's zero. I'm keeled over but it's it's, a, it's just a new challenge no it's great and all the benefits you're doing like uh, you're learning to fight but obviously like you're not gonna like, you're 35 years old you're not gonna go pick fights either but uh, all the benefit you're doing to your heart and, and, and releasing stress and all this it, exercise i always say like f i talk about fitness because that that's what i do but uh it's not the answer and the cure to everything but it will make you better at everything. Mm -hmm. Take for example, you have a you, ha you have a um, you have a meeting with your boss or some investors or whatever. You get up in the morning, take a take a shower, whatever, brush your teeth. You look in the mirror. You like what you see. You go like, I'm gonna wear this shirt because this shirt makes me look good. It give it builds your confidence. You go to the you go to the meeting. You're full, full of confidence. You ex you express, uh, you show that you're confident. So you express your points. Everything goes better. Now take it the other way. If the first thing you see in the morning, you get up, you go to brush your teeth, and you see something that you think either is overweight, too skinny, uh, slouch, bad posture, all this, right away you don't like what you see. What you're gonna wear is probably gonna be something to hide. Mm -hmm. How confident are you to go into that meeting after when you're already hiding yourself? Yeah. So uh, you might try to fake it or, or, or do whatever you can to, to get your point across. And I'm not saying uh, unfit people are not good negotiators or anything like that. But I mean, think about any challenge in life, any, any, you can take a, any challenge in life and put it, what if I was fitter? What if I was fit? 
what if I had good cardio? What if my muscle mass was was up there? What if I felt good about myself? Everything goes better just because you're fitter. So that's what I say. It's it, it's not a cure for everything, but it helps everything. It helps depression. It helps uh, uh, eating disorders, uh, self-image, uh, strength, uh, ability, uh, everything. There's not one thing I can think. Uh, even sex is better when you're fit. You feel confident mm -hmm. that you like the way you look. Your, your spouse uh, likes the way you look. Everything is better because of it. When when I uh, to go back like maybe 15 years ago, after uh, I had quite a bit of success as a trainer, I uh, I started keeping a log of like positive things that you know people would say after like a few sessions or a few months. They would say, "Oh, you know what, Danny? Now when I uh, I don't know when uh, whenever I go up the stairs in my in my office building, I'm not out of breath anymore and." Uh, everything's good or look I'm, I'm wearing these types of shirts that i couldn't wear before mm -hmm. or uh, whatever it is so like i would just note down just to see the benefits obviously it would help with my sales pitch and on all that but uh it would go like so random like some people oh like when i go to the bathroom it's better now like, my digestion is better now i sleep better sex again i said it before so i have all these things I, i stopped at one point because they become repetitive and 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 the end result is it's better for everything so that's why i say what what you're going through right now you're making yourself a better person just because you're putting yourself through a struggle it's a physical one it's going to make you feel better about yourself you're going to look better you're going to have a new skill and that just makes everybody around you better you you making yourself as an individual better makes the everybody around you better and uh, i think that's what we should all try for the way i've go i've gone to know myself and i think it's very important that all of us have uh, you know s that level of self-awareness is under I, i really understood myself in the last couple of years and the the i've always like you know i'll do like a week of hard you know physical uh, working out and then i'll go a week or two without and It's almost like a an experiment, and the the for lack of a better word, I mean the demons in my head or the things that like bring me down the 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 opposite of confidence, the opposite of discipline, the opposite of 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 like feeling good about yourself. All those negative things just come creeping in, like, and just they so easily grab hold. Yeah. And but as soon as you, I step into the gym and I just do something super fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And that just erases everything. It makes it almost makes the, the 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 world a better place in my in my world, right? It's it almost lifts the fog, and I'm able to think better. I might I might be frustrated about something. I might like really be like not understand, not being able to think about something. That's something that I keep ruminating about. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, f why didn't this go my way? And then I'll go in the gym and I'll have like a really hard workout, and then I'll come out of it being like, that ah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Or I'll come out of it thinking like, ah, you know, I could just do it like this. I'll fix it, yeah. Well, there, there, there's a scientific, like, clinical reason for that. The endorphins that are released in your brain are often been compared to, like, uh, the high you get from marijuana or stuff like that, where you, like, you get a high because you put yourself through uh, quite a bit of effort, and then the reward is, like, oh, I did it. And that... that That reward of saying, I finished my workout, I did, you feel accomplished, and that releases endorphins in your brain, and, and it makes you feel better. So, like, it's normal that you're feeling like that. And, again, imagine starting your day like that. Yeah. Awesome. The, your whole day is better. 
Now I, I don't never work out early in the morning because I, I sleep very late, but uh, but I still have to do it during during the day. I have to move somehow. Uh, obviously, being a trainer, being spending my days in the gym, it's easier for me. But uh, again, physical fitness is not only at gyms. You can go for a jog. You can uh, practice a sport like boxing, uh, jujitsu, wh whatever it is. Physical activity is good for you. Just remember when you were a kid and it was la recreation there. Mm -hmm. Remember how excited you were to go play dodgeball with that hard-ass ball and like fucking throwing at your uh, <laughs> at your uh, friends and those 15 minutes was pretty much a highlight of uh, of all my days, you know? I think um, for me, uh, speaking for myself, I've had the set workout sessions where I almost feel like I've transcended like the physical and had some kind of like crazy spiritual experience like even the things that I, or the whatever the problem i was dealing with at the time or whatever was happening around me at the time seemed to just clear up and the answer just appeared and i know it sounds like really woo woo shit and you had that at dna fitness obviously yes i had that at 1708 uh, notre dame west a. 1708 a yeah because then 1708 is grinder 1708 uh, a Notre Dame uh, DNA Fitness. Our motto is uh, "Stop wishing and just make it happen." Love it. I love it. I love it. So, so yeah, it, it's it's almost like a, a spiritual experience. And I want to I want to walk back a bit. You said something about fighting when I was talking about boxing, and then maybe we could start wrapping it up because I'm yeah, I just took, I, I just <laughs> took a look at the time, and um, yeah, I just want to walk it back to the fighting thing. Um, for anybody interested in, in fighting, or you want to send your kids to fighting to whatever type of fighting, what is it, whether it's a martial art or boxing, kickboxing, I just want to say one thing. You mentioned something about oh, you're not gonna go out and fight, yeah, people. If I compare my mindset before going to boxing and after going to boxing, I actually want to fight less and I'm completely <laughs> yes, yes. I'm way less interested in getting into a physical confrontation with somebody on the street. Um, simply because one of the things that happens to you when you learn about fighting is that you also learn about vulnerability and how vulnerable you are and how just one bad hit yeah, can, can damage just, you. Yeah. Can just ruin your whole life and you're gonna pay for it the rest of your life. So it actually disciplines you in a way that you won't want to get into physical confrontation. And it sounds paradoxical, but learning how to fight will actually will actually um, take away the motivation to fight because yeah. now you know what it is. Whereas before, you could be like, oh, if somebody pisses me off, I see red. And it's like, yeah. do you? Do you really see red? No, yeah. I didn't you'll see, see red. You'll see clear if the guy in, like... Clocks about you. to fight, yeah, and and you can see that he knows how to fight, yeah. and, and like MMA and things like UFC are more popular than ever, so people are getting um, knowledge and learning how to fight. And you're absolutely right. I did a few grappling grappling classes and kung fu uh, classes, and uh, especially kung fu, like the the the, the uh, he was my friend, so I didn't call him sensei or anything, but uh, <laughs> the guy, George was his name, he was a cool guy. But he told me it's such a dirty discipline. Like he goes, like the first thing you're trying to do is kick somebody in the nuts uh, or gou really? gouge his eye. Yeah, you know, okay, like okay. so, like you would teach me the other thing, and I go like, yeah, I'm not sure I want to learn this, man, because like I don't really want to hurt somebody that bad. So that's why I'm aiming towards jujitsu, because you know you can submit somebody and say like, listen, this yeah, is over, cool. yeah, or putting them to sleep, and then you're like, this is over. But 
gouging somebody's eye out, man. That's, <laughs> you know, and he, he would say, yeah, you just do this. And he would teach me all kinds. I, I learned quite a bit. Now, I don't want to fight nobody. But like you said, it's true. You don't want to fight anybody because then, you know, like uh, an eye poke could be like you can lose your sight. And yep. even the person might do it without even knowing just because it's a con physical confrontation. I mean, we've all been in fights before and uh, what what happens is uh, you roll around and next thing you get up, you didn't even feel it, the fight is over, but then, oh, my, my elbow's bleeding. Oh, look at that, I got yeah. stabbed. You know, things like that. I mean, not everybody's been through that experience, but I said, like, stuff like that happens and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, definitely it's good to know how to defend yourself and if that keeps violence away because the other person knows you know how to defend yourself, it keeps bullies away and stuff, uh, stuff like that for kids, that's great. Yeah, and you also comport yourself a, a, a different way, I find, once you know how to fight. You emanate, just like working out, you emanate some kind of confidence when you walk yeah. into a room. You're, yeah. you're, you know, you're, you're disciplined and you're not worried about petty things that are going to hurt your ego, right? You're, yeah. you're confident in yourself and, and you know what it is and you emanate that and I think people can feel that. Yeah, I definitely think of putting my kids in some sort of martial arts. Uh, I'll see which one they, they prefer there. But, uh, yeah, that's it. So, uh, listen, this was fun. Again, um, talked a lot about the, 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 the COVID and the conspiracies and uh, touched a bit on your, on your, um, on your life uh, struggles and, and new chapters in your life. And, uh, again, I would like to, to do... Um, a full episode on what you've been through because yep. I, I know what you've been through at least my part and you can even have my point of view from the outside because uh, uh, I wasn't uh, I wasn't with you every step of the way but I was you know yeah. on the outside and uh, so uh, yeah we should definitely do a full episode on that uh, sooner rather than later I think because mm -hmm. our, our, our our listeners are going to be like what the what's hell going on what's going yeah, on well, I, I was thinking of doing it uh, around November because it's a little far but it's yeah. it comes up to something important that uh, goes well and then but from now till then I'm um, thinking of having a few people on that will set the stage and the context for what I want. What I want to say. Perfect, perfect. So yeah, that's definitely a good idea. So I think uh, let's wrap this up and yep. like we always do. Uh, anything positive uh, in your life this week? Well, I got clarity, clarity on on, on career, um, and uh, I spend a lot of time with my daughter and my wife. That's always I I love doing that. My daughter just is in an age where she's just evolving. Like every hour, almost she's a different person. So it's really beautiful to watch it, to be present and to be there for that. And to and I'm grateful that I have a job that allows me to be home and to spend that time with her as well. And um, I mean, doing this is always the highlight of my week as well, a big p part of my week. Talking, get my thoughts out and, um, and yeah. Good, good. Well, uh, yeah, so on my part, nothing super special other than... Uh you know, uh, like I said last last week, I finally got my uh, driver's li license I f at 44 years young. And you had your uh, first last first accident already, or no, no, I've been Thank driving God. every day now, and I and I and I realize now why it took me so long. It's so freaking boring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, it definitely gives you the freedom, like to go when I, wh wherever you want, whenever yeah. you want. So I I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So no, I I am. Um, I'm I'm enjoying it, but now the next uh, super positive thing is I'm gonna get my first car, also at 44 year, years young. So, I'm 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 shopping for that. So obviously we're gonna go electric because you know like 
again, for the greater good, that seems to be. I know a lot of people are going to say the batteries are bad for the environment too or whatever. You're a fucking tree hugger. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Let's just hope I don't hug the tree with the car. <laughs> <But laughs> uh, yeah, but like the, the, the funny thing was like uh, I got my, my, my license and it said probatory license on it yeah and i i, I research what that means it's uh yeah it's kind of uh it's kind of a bitch yeah uh, you're, you're you're yeah you're the i'm like a child you are <laughs> yeah you know, we can't trust you at night we can't trust you with a not even a beer bro like we if you had a beer at 2 p.m and it's 10 <laughs> like fuck it walk you know it's crazy so i was like fuck i should have done this a long time ago so yeah, it, yeah. it's all fun uh, i don't know how long this is gonna go and i think i only have like four points or something so like yeah. one one fuck up and you lose your license no basically like, you're allowed you're allowed one fuck up you're allowed because okay, okay. let's say like uh, traffic lights stop signs a speeding ticket generally are three points okay so basically that's what it is you're allowed one fuck up and then you have one point left so oh, you better okay, not fuck yeah, up again okay, you know? yeah, yeah so uh anyways i don't intend i'm a very safe driver at least i think uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was funny to find that out. But uh, yeah, all good. Uh, we're going to shop for that car. I'll let you guys know what I get uh, in the future so you can criticize me. Uh, and uh, that's it. So we're going to wrap it up. As always, I've been uh, Danny Boy here with you. Two uh, D's in the box. And I will let you sign us off, Dimitri. I love you all. Have a great night. Have a great week. We'll catch you here next week. Peace. Peace.